Hi, this is Steve Hargadon, and welcome to the Future of Education. It is Wednesday, August 4, 2010, and our special guest today is Marcelo Rodriguez, the Brazilian author of Lifelike Pedagogy. Marcelo, welcome. Thank you, Steve. Really great to have you here. So excited about tonight. The Future of Education is sponsored by Illuminate, my employer, and the project I work on called Learn Central. LearnCentral.org, a social network for educators that is free and that has Illuminate baked in. We hope you'll come and join us there. Please do take note of our Global Education Conference in November, globaleducationconference.com. Multiple time zones, multiple languages, multiple tracks, and all for free. Hopefully, uh, Marcella will have some students who will decide to participate. Coming up on the Future of Education tomorrow night, Milton Chen on his new book, Education Nation from the George Lucas Education Foundation, then Charles Fidel next week on the neuroscience of learning, David Wood on getting paid for who you are, and uh, that actually is going to tie well with tonight and the idea of student entrepreneurism. On the 19th, Carol Dweck from Stanford on her seminal book, Mindset. On the 24th, Carol Kathleen Cushman on a book called Fires in the Mind. Uh, lots of fun ahead. BYU-Idaho Learning Model, George Siemens, Young and the Digital, Rob Darrow on global education. Lots of fun. Hope you'll join us for one of those. If you've missed the session, they are all recorded. Uh, last week we had Peggy Sheehy and Lucas Gillespie on World of Warcraft and Learning with Teens. That was quite an event. I think, Marcella, you were there for that one. Uh, yeah, before okay. that, Sam Shaltain on Creating Democratic Learning Communities. Uh, Jim Bach on Self-Education and Passion. And actually, that's going to be an interesting touchstone tonight as well, because Jim's a big advocate of unschooling. And I think, Marcelo, well, a lot of what you're talking about um, moves just a little bit forward from unschooling to a concept um, that, that's probably more, going to be more appealing to a lot of people. If this is your first time in Illuminate, this is a participative environment different ways for you to participate. If you look at the emoticons there, you'll see below the participant window, there are ways that you can smile, clap, give a confused look or a thumbs down. Feel free to play with those. The larger button with the, the hand and the green up arrow is to raise your hand to take the microphone, which we're glad to have you do at some point. Uh, but before you do so, please do go up to Tools, Audio, and run the Audio Setup Wizard to make sure your microphone is working. You can always put questions in the chat. It helps if you go up to View Layouts and change your layout to the wide layout. It makes it a little bit easier to see the chat. Now we're going to give you a chance to let us know where you're listening from. And to do so, look for the laser pointer or the wand with the red star at the end. And click on that and then click on the map. And of course, we have Brazil there. Oh, Jane Krause is with us. I'm really glad. Jane, welcome. Glad to have you here. Couple from Brazil. Manuela, I'm sure. India. Canada. Good. Fun audience for a warm summer night. Uh, just a reminder, those who are in the Southern Hemisphere, which would include Brazil, are probably in school right now. Marcelo, you, are you in school session now? No, no, I mean my house. No, but I mean this time of year. Oh, yes, yes. We are already started from the 1st August we started again. So 
we're going to switch right into this. So, uh, Marcella, you have prepared a little bit of a slideshow, which I'd like you to do early on. And I think you, you'll use that to kind of introduce yourself. So let's go ahead and start with that. I, I will say that I've uh, read the book and loved it and really okay. appreciate uh, what you've done here. You, you say in the book at the end that you hope that it might sell a couple of dozen copies. I, I hope that it sells more than that. <laughs> uh, I really think it's a significant contribution and that there are lots of things to learn from you and what you're doing there. So I'm going to let you take it away. Look at the top of the uh, whiteboard area and you'll see some arrows. Yes. And to move to the next slide, you click the single arrow to the right. And okay. Go ahead and give that a try to get to the next slide. There you go. Perfect. So let's let's let you start. Okay, then let's start. Uh, this is me. This is my book, and uh, this book is based on my my ideas on the education. Uh, let's go forward, and I will explain everything to you. Uh, if you hear some fireworks here, it's because uh, we have a, a soccer plane. And uh, maybe you can hear some noise, but uh, let's go ahead. Um, about the author, um, maybe most of you have uh, seen my my background uh, in the email or in the book. I don't know. Uh, but uh, what I really think it's important about my background is this is it. Uh, I was a frustrated kid. kid. This was my my background and the background that I needed to develop it, this methodology and this approach of education. And uh, I was a frustrated kid because I liked my teachers, I liked to learn, I liked my friends, I had good grades, but I didn't like the school. This was all I like all I needed to try to make difference in education. Um, I was a kid that liked to learn, liked to research and discover the the world. The world, and uh, I was close to my friends, but uh, the school was not enough for me. And this frustration uh, came from the teachers um, and the methodology they used, and uh, this question. Uh, came to my mind uh, all the time during the school. And uh, probably you have heard from your students the same question. Teacher, why do I have to learn this? So I would like to ask you guys uh, that write on the chat board, uh, how do you answer this question? Teacher, why do I have to learn this? What do you say to your students when they ask you like something like that? Great. Okay. What else, guys? Luis, Luis from Chapecó. Brasileiro, bem-vindo. Required important skills essential to life, culture background. Let's discover together. Okay. Let's go ahead then. Uh, Lifelike pedagogy is a new way to answer that question. 
uh, I tried in this work to offer a, a new way to answer that question to my students. And uh, through this reflection, through these uh, thoughts, I, I found a new way to think and feel education, a new way to teach. Uh, and I like this word feel, feeling, uh, because education uh, should be more than just uh, something to think, to understand, to learn. It's about feeling, it's about life, because we teach, we prepare the students for life, to be happy, to have a good life. Um, this methodology, this approach was developed and applied for the last three years, so we have already tested for three years, with children between one and ten years old at the Escola do Max. Escola do Max is the, the school we, we have there, here in Brazil, uh, and you used uh, our experience and our students and uh, the parents support us a lot to try new things and we could uh, develop this approach here in Escola do Max. Let's talk about the human knowledge. Uh, everything we know, the, I, I mean the human knowledge and discoveries, uh, they are all motivated by our curiosity and especially our needs. So we developed the compass uh, because we needed directions, we needed to find a way, we need to navigate, so we, had to, we had to put a boat in the sea and uh, uh, find the island or find anything. So the compass was uh, a need that we had. Uh, we studied the, the atom to understand the, the, the mass and the, the material, everything that we have, we, we had to understand. Uh, the electrical lamp, we needed uh, light in the dark, we, we needed a better way to have light during the night the microscope, to see uh, small things and to understand the disease and everything. The same for DNA, the same uh, needs, we had needs for, uh, to develop uh, the car. So the car was something that we developed to have a better life and to satisfy our needs. So if we learn and discover, motivated by our needs and wishes, why can't students? So why uh, the life itself brings us all the questions and needs and everything we have to discover uh, and then we learn. Why can't we do the same thing with the students? They could be motivated by needs and wishes too. Uh, so I ask you, do your students choose the subjects and their, and their activities? Are they free to do that? Are their activities related to a real need as the human knowledge was? So guys, let's, uh, let's see how, how the education is made today uh, in a most common teaching approach. Uh, most schools that I know, maybe your school work in a different way, but basically most of the schools has these steps during the education process. We have the first, that is the curriculum. 
So in this phase, in this step, the teacher studies what has to be taught. Um, in most cases, uh, this subject, the curriculum itself, is developed by the government. The government uh, says to the schools and to the teachers and to everybody what has to be taught. Uh, here in Brazil, it's the same. So we have to, to respect this because it's the law. The second step, the planning. Uh, teachers plan what, when, and how. So the teacher decided what they have to, uh, what she or he must uh, teach. When she will teach this and how. Third phase, activities. The teacher applies activities. These activities can be, uh, and then this is most of uh, the reason that some schools work differently. Uh, some schools work with classes. So the teacher uh, stands there in front of the students and passes all the information and the students uh, tries to understand and try to, to get the information. It's something very uh, traditional. Uh, to be honest, I think that the, in this case the teacher is pretending that uh, the students are understanding or, or are listening to, to him or her and the students are pretending they, they are uh, paying attention. I don't, I don't believe in this, this way to teach. Exercises. Uh, we can have lists of exercises and questions and things that the students must uh, uh, answer and they have to research or they have to, to try make some math to answer. So it's uh, an exercise is the guide to, to teach. Some schools works, uh, work with projects, so the teacher decides to make a project ab uh, about, for example, the forest, and then they have to develop a lot of activities inside a project defined by the teacher. Um, the next step is the evaluation. The teacher evaluates the students um, and see if they learn everything that uh, must be learned. The like-like way it's, uh, has the, pretty the same uh, uh, steps, but uh, the main the main uh, way here the, the way we we teach has the same steps, but the order is completely inverted. We started with a, a, a different step: it's decision. Students select a subject uh, to study and a goal to reach. Uh, this step we don't have in the traditional way because uh, the students doesn't have uh, don't have the, the right to choose any, anything. Our way they choose. The second step: evaluation and activities, both together. Students work to reach their goal and find difficulties, needs, and problems to be solved. So the step behind, the, the, the first step, they decided what they want. They want to study what? For example, dinosaurs. And what they want to do with dinosaurs? Oh, we want to see a dinosaur. Okay, this is the goal. So to see the dinosaur, we have uh, difficulties, we have needs, we have problems to be solved. For example, are they still here? Because we know that uh, dinosaurs doesn't exist anymore. 
And uh, uh, Steve, somebody's. I think someone's just playing around, but uh, you probably, ah, okay, probably right. heard a ding, but you can keep going. Okay. Uh, so the dinosaurs, they, they have, uh, they will find some problems, needs, and difficulties uh, to reach the goal. Is that the goal is to see a dinosaur, for example. So they start to learn how to overcome all these difficulties, needs, and problems. They evaluate what has to be learned to succeed on their enterprise. I will explain better this step in, uh, more ahead. But uh, the, the important question here in the second step is the evaluation activities. They are conducted by the children and motivated by difficulties, needs, and problems. Then the planning uh, step. Students organize their tasks to reach their goal by themselves. By themselves, they have, they have to plan, they have to organize it themselves, they have to be together, they have to research, they have to do anything, uh, and then they will find new difficulties and learn needs. And the last step, uh, remember, the curriculum was the first step on the traditional way. In our uh, way to teach, the curriculum is the last step. Uh, the teacher keeps aware of all the needs and opportunities of the path the students are taking, extracting from the curriculum all the information the students must and need to learn. This word is very important, need. The students must need to understand something to get the, uh, the goal, to, to reach the goal they define it to themselves. So curriculum uh, is something that the teacher tries to extract or insert uh, on the in, inside the, the project that the students are developing. So it's the last step. An example, trying to clarify the, the, the structure of our project. Uh, the CAVE project. This project was conducted uh, in Escola do Marx and uh, I personally uh, follow all the steps the teacher took here because I was very curious uh, to see uh, how the students would solve the problems they, uh, they were finding. Uh, and the subject that the children decided was case. They wanted to study about case. The goal, what they decided to do with this subject, to be in a real cave. They wanted to see a cave and be there and check and uh, uh, explore a, a real cave. This project was conducted with children's, uh, children with seven years old in 2009. So uh, more or less the steps they, they took there was study about caves and visit one. So they go visit the, a cave and the subject study. So they had to know more about them, about caves, because if they intended to be there, they should understand better what is a cave and what they would, they would see there. So they had to study biology, geography, history, and other disciplines, especially these three. So, uh, for example, uh, what kind of animals are we going to see there? So they had to study mammals. They had to study because they would see bats, uh, insects, maybe bacteria, 
and uh, a lot of animals. And, and each animal that they had twisted, uh, they had twisted uh, all the, the aspects involved with this animal. But to be there, they, they must have uh, money. So how to get this money? How to earn money to go there? So they had to make uh, a budget. So they studied math, economy, entrepreneurism. So they, they had to decide how to get there, how to earn money. And uh, the teacher just did nothing. They had to do everything uh, by themselves. And they decided that they decided to make sandwich. So they, they made a lot of sandwich. I, I lent some money to them so they could have the, the initial cattle to buy all the, the things that they had to, to have. And they paid me back. And uh, with the, the, the selling, uh, this selling process, they didn't get enough money to go there. So they understand another thing about life, that life is not easy. So they had to use more entrepreneurs, more math, and more communication, because maybe the advertisement was the secret. And they had to, to find another way to earn money. And they decided to make a play. So with this play, the teacher could teach more about Portuguese, uh, read and write, they had to act, and they invited the parents to see the play, but they, they asked 20 reais, that is uh, more or less $10 per parent, to see the parent, the, to see the play. It was very fun, and they, they got all the money they needed to, to go to the cave. Uh, and then they continued. They, they had to make a letter to the parents uh, to ask permissions and to clarify to the parents what they would do there and uh, where is it and how far away and uh, who would be responsible for them. Everything they, they did by themselves and uh, used Portuguese a lot and reading and writing to send these letters to the parents and get the answers. So they planned, uh, planned the, the trip. So they had to make lists. They had to make, negotiate the transportation with the guy who owns the, the car. And they had to pack things. So they had to be responsible for their own things. And uh, they had to arrange all the, the aspects of the, the tree. And then they, they went there. I was there too and it was amazing. They were very happy and very satisfied, very proud because they, they could get money even with all the difficulties they could get, all the money they needed to go there and enjoy uh, the, the trip and life and their success. This is a, 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 an, just an example. We have a lot of these examples in our uh, blog about the methodology. And, and these examples are, are uh, something that we are very proud about. Um, so teaching like this, we are offering to our students freedom to choose the subject to study, more freedom to choose what to do, the goal. So they are free to choose to, what to study, the subject, and the goal, where they want to, uh, to get, uh, what they want to get from the, the, their study and uh, everything they are studying what they want to do with all the information. Uh, 
if you, we offer this to the students, we can get from them. First, motivation. Uh, they want to participate. They have chosen everything. If they decide they want to study about caves, they will be motivated to, to study about caves. This is very, very nice. And second, meaning. They understand why the curriculum subjects are so important and must be learned. This is another very, very, very important aspect. If we have students motivated and understanding uh, why the subjects inside the curriculum are so important, what we can get from that? We can get this easier learning, faster learning, better learning, most important, happier learning. They want to do it and they know why they are doing that. They, they know that they must uh, calculate in a right way the division uh, from the, I don't know, the, the amount of money they, want, they, they need divided by the number of students. Is this value uh, enough to go there for the, to, to pay for the trip, for example? Uh, if they don't uh, make the, the, the right, the letters, in the right way, maybe they don't get any answer. So they understand why it's necessary to understand math, why it's so necessary to understand science and uh, write and read, and everything that the curriculum uh, shows and uh, expects from the teachers. Uh, working this way, uh, the student will extract the curriculum by itself, by himself or herself. Plus, they learn a lot of things about life and about themselves. Their self-esteem rises very much, very, very much. They trust on them, themselves. Also, also, the responsibility and surprising the discipline. This is very interesting because if they decide the subject, if they decide the, the goal, why they well, wouldn't uh, want to make uh, noise during the class? They don't want noise. They want to understand everything they need to get the, the goal. So the discipline is uh, something that we don't have to worry too much about. We don't have to press our students. We don't have to, to, be, to shout on them or something like that because they, they are there because they want to be there. This is very interesting. Uh, but these aspects need an extra hour to be presented. I have a lot of things to say about uh, how our students see life and see um, themselves and things like that. But this would take um, so much time. So I will focus my presentation just on the methodology today. Okay, but exactly how do we teach in practice? Uh, Probably you guys are uh, asking, okay, but uh, this is difficulty or that is difficulty. How can you deal with this or that? So I will explain to you now uh, how do we work. We develop projects following specific steps. These steps I will show to you right now. Uh, the first phase is choosing the team. And this step is the exposure. What do we do in this step? 
we put a lot of magazines, books, maps, pictures, everything we had uh, on the table, as the picture is showing. And then they explore this material, and they check uh, what they would like to study, and they see uh, what are their interests, and uh, trying to find something interesting to study. The, the teacher doesn't do anything in, in, in this step. Just let them explore the material. The objective here with this material is enlarge the children's universe. In the beginning, we tried to let them choose the subject to study uh, without any material. We just let the students there uh, with the tables cleaned without anything. And we ask it to them, OK, what do you want to study? But this way was not enough for us, because uh, we got, usually got from them, oh, I'd like to study uh, Mickey Mouse, or Pokemon, or anything that was uh, the fashion in the TV. Or they started to, to say something just like a door or window, something that they would uh, see in the, the class. Why this was happening? Uh, we studied a lot to to understand this. This and uh, I I personally asked it a lot. Wow, the the children are so imaginative. They can imagine so many things and they can uh, create so beautiful designs, drawings. And why don't they they give us good uh, uh, good uh, subjects to study? Something different something more than just the character they, they see on TV or the toys they see on the stores. Why? And then I conclude the children's universe is so limited. The media is not uh, giving to our children what they could give. They are not giving a, a better, better aspect about life. They are just showing the same things all the time. And then we started to to put this material on, on their hands, and uh, we we started to to get a lot of good uh, subjects from them. Um, you you can say um, from a, a farm, from a corn plantation, to the spacecraft. Or, uh, it's very surprising that the kind of subject that came from this. Uh, they come from this kind of, uh, of way to explore. And then the children open their minds. It's very interesting. So this step takes about 20 minutes. In the next uh, 20 minutes, we have this step uh, called brainstorming. In this step, students suggest themes from the project to their colleagues. So using the material, they will find the subjects. And then they started to list these subjects and uh, uh, suggesting things to study. It's very important that the teacher don't give uh, any opinion. The teacher cannot give any opinion. These opinions must, be, that must come only from the children. This is very, very important. Because some, some children uh, try to follow the teacher. And we have to break this. I don't want the followers. 
I want students that can decide, can choose, can uh, feel what's better from them. So the teacher is prohibited to, to give any opinion. We have to avoid, too, the family's influence. Uh, why I'm saying this? For example, I had uh, uh, a class, uh, a group that went to the airport to see planes and uh, airplanes. And then uh, the next week, some parents complained to me. Oh, why that group uh, went to the airport and my, my son doesn't? Why are you selecting this? Why are they, are they going and my boy not? And then these parents started to influence the, their children. They started to say things like, oh, my boy, when you are going to school to select a new project, please select something or, or anything. Uh, so you can go to the airport, or you can go to the zoo, or you can go to any place uh, these parents understand that was good for the, their children. Uh, and we have to avoid this at all costs. Because uh, if we start with opinion that it's not from the children, they will not be motivated, as I said before in our past slides. So we have to avoid family's influence in this case. The brainstorm takes another 20 minutes. The next step is voting. So they already explore the material. They already make a list of all the subjects they could study. And then they have to choose one. What, uh, how can they choose and how can they select one subject uh, inside the list? They vote. They use the democracy. So each student defends his ideas. Uh, we ask the, each student to, in front of their colleagues, explain why that idea is good and why they should uh, study that subject. And then they debate each idea and uh, they democratically vote. Uh, in the beginning, uh, I was suspicious that uh, we could have some situations like that. Each student voting for his own project, for his own subject. But uh, children are better than, uh, our, than us. They are um, pure. And they, they know that if they select their subject, uh, his subject, her subject, and his friend has a better subject, this boy is wasting the vote because the other subject would be better to study. And the children doesn't have this kind of, uh, don't have this kind of, uh, of a behavior we are we have as adults, as adults we we try at all costs to defend our opinion. Children are not like that; they are better. So uh, we don't have any problems with this kind of uh, votation. They they vote, they select the better for them, not for uh, each one, for itself, for himself. It's not individuals; they are a group. This is very nice. So the vote takes another 20 minutes. So in 60 minutes, one hour, they can select a, a, a subject to study. And then, having the team, we pass to the phase two, exploring the team. Uh, this phase is important to explore, to understand better the subject, to, to get more information about the subject. 
they they don't know too much about the subject. How can they decide the goal if they don't understand the subject? So this space is important to them to have a minimal knowledge about the subject. And we start this phase with the step preparing the map. The map is something like you are seeing in this picture. Uh, the students make a map with all the questions and hypotheses they have about the theme. So they put there anything. Oh, this, in this case, it's the planet Earth. In Portuguese, it's Planeta Terra. So it's uh, planet Earth. Oh, the, the Earth is uh, like a circle. The earth, the earth is flat. The Earth is uh, above the sea. Uh, they say anything they want to understand, questions, hypotheses, anything they want to study. And they put on this map. This map was made by the teacher because this class who studied the planet Earth, in this case, uh, doesn't have literacy enough to make their own map. But uh, the most, the older uh, students make their own map. So uh, we all, all the time we try to pass the tasks to them. The teacher doesn't have to do anything. The, the students must solve the problems by themselves. Uh, so they make the map and try to to put there uh, the minimal knowledge about the team for big decisions. So they have to understand better the, this subject to have enough information to decide, to decide the goal. Uh, this step can take from 30 to 60 minutes, but uh, we don't have uh, this time as a rule. Uh, sometimes they develop the map do all, uh, during the, the entire project. Sometimes they they are finishing the, the project and they come back to the map and see if there is any question or they want to put more questions or more answers or more hypotheses. We let them uh, use the map as a guide, not uh, as a, a rule to follow. So the next step is the initial research. The map is a, it's like a list of the questions and hypotheses. And then with uh, the, this step, initial research, the students answer all the questions and test all the hypotheses to research. They can use books, they can use magazines, they can use internet, they can use videos, they can use interviews, they can interview a parent, they can interview uh, some, somebody from the, the, the internet they find, uh, or they, for example, uh, some some cla a class in the past uh, called up uh, another school to ask them how they how did they plant a special tree because they wanted to do the same so it's something like that or they can make experiments they can uh, try by themselves making experiments to answer their questions these steps usually take about one week. Um, you could, you could ask me, wow, if it, the research is so rich, why taking only one week? You will understand in the next slides. And then they have, they have enough information about this, the subject. They have a, a good understanding, a minimal understanding about the subject. And then, in this step, they are able to select the big thing, the big decision, that is the goal. Students debate what would be the goal of the project. 
what they want to reach, what they want to do with all the information they are uh, getting from, from the project, and uh, what kind of dream they want to make come true. So, so for example, uh, this goal can be a trip. They they could uh, want to go to some place, or they want they could want to make a play to the parents or to the friends. They could uh, record a CD with music, for example. Uh, they could uh, decide to make a video and a website uh, to buy something like a toy or like uh, something for the classroom. Uh, anything. They can write a book, they can plant a special tree, they can uh, try to talk to someone, someone special for them, or they can uh, want to construct something, anything they want. And uh, the teacher doesn't have to be creative in this case because the students are so, so, so creative. And, uh, I don't have too many uh, projects finishing the same way. We don't have the same goals appearing in all the groups. They all the time are creating new things. And sometimes we, we hear from them, oh, I don't want to do this because all the, another class already did this. I want to try something different. I will create, I want to create something new. We, we hear a lot from them, this kind of things. It's, uh, it's a thing that I'm very proud about. Um, so to select the goal, they can take uh, about 30 or 60 minutes. Uh, depends on the, the project, the classroom, and everything. And then we pass to phase three, the enterprise. Um, in a past slide, I said to you, initial research would be rich enough. Uh, why don't you take more time than one week to to explore the team, to explore the study? And uh, why don't you go further with uh, the initial uh, research? Because of this step, development. The development, it's the magical uh, step. The magic is strong here. It's um, the time that everything happens. It's very interesting because uh, the children already decide where to, to go. They decided uh, what kind of goal they want to, to reach, what they, they want to construct, what they want to, to make. Uh, if they know what they want, they already have the, the subject. They have to start to solve things, to solve the problems, to find a way, to start to take the path to reach uh, the goal. So they must think, they must research, they must deduct, they must test, they must try, imagine, recognize, solve, persist. Uh, I repeat, they must persist, they must sell, they must buy, they must learn and make, it in, and make their dream come true. So they have to buy themselves, solve everything to get there. And uh, this everything, this uh, amount of things they had to do to get there. These things are uh, the opportunities we have to teach to them. So if they have to send a letter, they have to write and read. If they need uh, an answer, they have to research. If they have to calculate, they have to use math. 
if they want to understand, maybe they, uh, they have to use uh, science. Uh, so the project, the, the goal, and uh, the needs they really have will uh, determine what they have to learn, and uh, especially how and when. So the development uh, step will take from one to 60 days. We really don't know how much time they will take to solve the problem. And we don't care if they solve the problem in one day. OK, we're going to start a new project in one day. If they take 60 days, they will uh, learn for 60 days. Every day they will be learning. So I don't care if the project will finish in one day or 60 days. Let them live. Let them enjoy life. Let them uh, explore the world. Let them solve the problems by themselves to reach the goal, to make their dream come true. And then, after solve all the problems and learn a lot with everything, and I mean uh, the curriculum subjects, because we, we, we have to teach them uh, everything they need to get the reach, uh, to reach the, the goal. What they have to learn? Everything. They have to learn everything we use in a day-by-day -day, uh, basis. If we have math to, in our job, probably our students will need math to solve the same kind of problems, because we don't solve the problems for them. If they have to take a, a, a van to go to the cave, for example, they have to talk to the guy who owns the van. And they have to negotiate. And they have to understand what is to pay in one installment or pay in three installments. How much, how many sandwiches we have to sell to go to the, the trip? And uh, can we sell a lot of sandwiches just one time? Maybe we have to make installments with this guy because we can sell 10 sandwiches today and more 10 sandwiches sandwich, uh, tomorrow or another month. So they have to solve their problems. And they learn like this. This is the magical thing. And then the co conclusion activity is the, the, the end of the project. When they reach everything they have uh, to get the goal. So the students reach the initial goal or an alternative one. Uh, why I'm saying alternative one? For example, uh, Manuela had a, a, a case like this. We, we had a, a, a group that decided to go to Disneyland. But we live in Brazil. It's not easy to go to Disneyland. And the parents probably would not say yes to them uh, because of the money, because of the distance, because of their age, because of a lot of problems, because of law problems. And then we had uh, to make them understand the the impossibility uh, to go there. But uh, we didn't say to them, you cannot go. We just let them discover this by themselves. So they started to calculate how much money they would need to go there. It's a lot of money. And they uh, started to study about uh, the documentation, what, uh, what kind of documents they would need to go there, and uh, everything. So they realized 
that uh, they could not go to Disneyland. And of course, they are children, they cried. And they felt bad because of this. But life is like this. We are not getting everything we want all the time. Sometimes we have to, to understand our uh, lack of uh, money or lack of uh, anything. We cannot get everything we want. So we have to teach the children to deal with frustration. And frustration can be uh, dealt with in two ways. You can persist and uh, solve everything you have to solve to reach your goal, or you can understand that it's impossible. So we, we try to pass to the children both. If we find that uh, it's difficult, but they can do that, we keep pushing. Come on, but don't you think you could go there? Don't you think you can find another way? Don't you think we could try in a different way? For example, the cave problem. They didn't get all the money to go to, to the cave just send, uh, selling sandwiches. So we keep pushing. We keep pushing them. In this case, to go to Disneyland uh, was impossible. So we tried to facilitate uh, the emotional process they had to pass to understand that. But this is life. I want to teach our children to deal with life, to deal with the problems and the, the happy moments and everything about life. I, I want to prepare them to a real life. And in a real life, we don't have everything we want. So we can uh, have, in some cases, alternative ones. Alternative ways, alternative conclusion activities. In this case of Disneyland, uh, I don't remember. Uh, Manu can confirm, but I, I think it was a party. They decided to make a party using uh, Disney characters or something like that. Uh, Manu can write something. Uh, oh yes, was that? Manu is confirming. So they they made uh, a party, and they were happy in the end. Of course, they didn't do what they wanted. But uh, they could have another good moment. They could uh, have a, an alternative way, as we do in our lives. I would love to be a soccer player and earn millions, but I'm not. So I'm very happy with my work, with education. And that's it. Uh, so by themselves, they got what they wanted. In this picture, they, are going, they, they went to a, a stadium. It's a famous stadium here in, in Sao Paulo, it's Pacaembu, I think. And they went there. So it uh, was a, a, a magical moment, too. Usually, the conclusion activity take, uh, takes one day. So it's the day, the big day, the, big, the day when they solve, uh, when they get what they want. It's very nice. So I would like to, to leave a message to you. And uh, a good life is being happy. It is being honest to yourself. What do your students want for themselves? Teach them to go after their dreams. This is the most important thing about uh, education. Uh, we have to remember that we are here to prepare the children for their lives, for uh, being happy to have all the tools they need to, to enjoy life and to have a, a, 
uh, everything they want to do. So let's let's teach them to go after, to believe in themselves. Okay, so I'm, and that's it. I'm clapping for you. We've got about eight minutes for questions, which I don't think is going to be nearly enough. But if you want to ask Marcelo a question, you can either put it in the chat or you can raise your hand using the hand with the green up arrow. Marcelo, I'm curious because so much of what you've described to me, and as I read the book, I kept thinking, this is like good parenting. And I'm curious, what explanation do you give in Brazil for a school system which is so unlike what we would consider to be good parenting? Uh, do you use the same kind of um, industrial model explanation for schools being like factories? Uh, you mean uh, the explanation I, I give to the parents? No, I mean the societal explanation for why schools aren't more like a Scuola de Max. Ah, okay. Uh, I use the, the happiness. I usually say to the, the parents and everybody uh, that the school can be better for the children. They can uh, be happier inside the school. We don't have to to push them all the time as the traditional way. We 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 don't have to decide for them. They can decide and they can be happy with this. Uh, and they will learn the same things. They will, but they will learn faster and easier. So I just show my results, and I think my students are my best argument. So when the parents came come to my my school and see other students just uh, uh, doing their projects, um, they understand everything, just seeing my students. Okay, so I'm going to give Vipi the mic. So uh, to turn your microphone on, you click on the larger microphone button at the lower left, and V-I-P-Y-E, there you go. All right, so my name, can you hear me? We can hear yes, you. Yes. My name is Mohammed. I'm from Somalia. I'm an English teacher. I'd like to ask how long have you been doing this? Uh, as I said in the beginning, I'm offering this methodologies approach to our students for three years. And we worked with students between one and ten years old. Mohammed, I turned your mic off because it was hard to hear, but if you'd like to ask a follow-up question, please feel free to do so by turning your mic back on. Okay. Um, let's see. I would like to... I, I, I teach students, and I would like them to connect to the virtual world, like using, uh, let's say, conversation classes and connecting with Americans and other uh, students around the world. And I, I think your way is good to let the students decide what they want. But uh, don't you think that uh, you, you face problem with your government or something? Yes, uh, it's a completely new way to teach, and uh, it's something that is very hard for uh, some bureaucrats to understand. And uh, here we try to respect the law the most we the most we can, but I will not sacrifice my students. So uh, I offer everything the law. Uh, uh, says, said, but uh, I try to increase and uh, offer more than just what they 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 are asking, and uh, 
by the law, I'm respecting because if you enter in any classroom, they will have they will be there having a math class or a science class, a regular for anybody. Uh, it's a regular school, but the students know they are studying math, they are studying reading, writing for a proposed for a goal. So I don't have to change everything or disrespect the law to offer this kind of project. Lily, I've given you the mic. Again, to turn your mic on, it's the larger button in the lower left. So Lily, go ahead and put your question in the chat if you'd like. Marcella, while we're waiting for that question, are there students for whom this doesn't work? Sorry, Steve, I didn't understand. Are there students for whom this system just doesn't work? Who who are so um, who so need a traditional structure that they don't end up staying in the school? I, I don't think there is students that cannot be teached by this methodology or by this approach. Uh, we usually uh, receive a lot of students with uh, problems that students that was be uh, taught to them that they are they were not uh, uh, good enough for other schools or they had uh, uh, bad behavior and uh, we had some cases like this but when they started to decide what to study they decided what goal they want to reach and uh, they started to to be heard in our school the discipline it comes uh, automatically so I, I'm, I have no restrictions for any student. Any student can be taught like that. You know, I was. Uh, that makes a lot of sense to me, and it seems like you're probably likely to have success with a broader range of students. One of the things that occurred to me as I read the book was the degree to which you're actually teaching students how to respond to life, meaning as you've described the difficulties that can come the way in which the teacher helps define the response is in fact a really valuable learning experience. Oh yes, for the teacher is amazing. Uh, they learn a lot for about life and about the, the subject itself and about, about the children. Um, I think the, the, the person who is more motivated is the teacher inside the classroom because uh, they studied pedagogy, uh, pedagogy uh, to be there, to be with the students, not to follow a book or to follow uh, any schedule or any. They are there because they want to be with the children and enjoy life with them. So uh, this way to work is amazing for teachers, and they learn a lot. So Kevin asks a question, and I'm going to answer in more general terms. The book lays out the methodology even in more detail, and there's a lot more on uh, all aspects of the school, including the teacher's role and the students um, uh, and the, the pedagogy. So this is a book I really would highly recommend. If you've, if you've enjoyed the description that you've heard tonight, um, this for sure is a book that I think you will find very helpful to you. The book is in English. It's also in Portuguese, I believe. Manuela, I think you were partly responsible for the English version. Uh, and it's quite good. Uh, there were, of course, a couple of Brazilian colloquialisms there. 
um, that I smiled at, but uh, I think it's quite readable. And Omar, I see you get the final question here. I'm giving you the mic, and this is our last question for the night. So it doesn't look like Omar's taking the mic. Okay, I'm going to clap one more time again for your no, Marcelo. Thank you, Stu. Thank you very much. That was terrific. Mo really appreciated. Thanks to those who have attended tonight. Thank you. Thank to, you. Uh, um, oh, Lily, you had, you had a question there. We'll go ahead and let um, Marcelo answer if we can find it there. But thanks to Learn Central and Illuminate. Uh, thanks to Marcelo and Manuela for coming tonight. And um, what a what a terrific thing I think you're doing. And yes. Uh, if I, if I get back to Brazil, I would love to come visit. Yes, please come to our school. It would be a pleasure <laughs> to have you here. <laughs> I would enjoy it quite a bit. Okay, okay, so I'm looking for that question from Lily. I'm not sure I'm seeing it here. Oh, were you influenced by a school of the uh, da Ponte in Brazil, in <laughs> Portugal? Yeah, some people asking me like uh, like that, but uh, no, no. Escola da Ponte is very interesting. I like very much the way they they teach. Jose uh, Pacheco made a very good job there, but uh, we we teach in a very different way from them. It's, it's not like the same. It's not the same. Okay. Thanks, Marcelo. Thanks, Manuela. Thanks, Lily, for that last question. Uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. It's, uh, what time is it there, Marcelo? It is 10. 10 o'clock. Okay, so you've been thoughtful to be here for the full hour, and we appreciate it. Okay, Thanks, everybody, thank and have a great night. Thank you, guys.